Hello, Facebook. Let me give you a self countdown. Three, two, one. That's for Twitter, and I'll get it started on Twitter. Um, what I have to do first is uh, get everybody pulled up on Facebook and on Periscope so that I can see your comments. We'll do that. First, though, I do want to remind you that uh, this podcast, live and recorded in podcast form, is presented by Mississippi Land Bank. Visit them online, mslandbank.com. You hear me? mslandbank.com. So anything land-related throughout North Mississippi, anything land-related, buying, selling, refinancing, searching, (laughs) go to mslandbank.com or stop in the branch office nearest you, but you may not know where that is. And if you don't, find it there. Where? MSLandBank.com. All right, so hey to everybody on Facebook who is uh, tuning into the live broadcast. Here of the podcast, I'm going to get you pulled up here on uh, Twitter as well, on Periscope. I think we're streaming it. I'll make sure of that. We'll get your uh, comments here where I can see those. Yeah, we do have that going. Click. And there we are. Okay, so if you comment on uh, Twitter, I'll see you as well. Questions, comments, opinions, otherwise. Thought we'd talk about the fight. We'll talk about the fight. I've got some video interview that you're going to see and hear on this podcast as well from Tommy Stevens after practice yesterday at Vanderbilt's Stadium there in Nashville. Also, Joe Moorhead. Post practice yesterday in Nashville. You're going to see and hear that here on the podcast. You'll see it and hear it live. You will hear it if you are listening to the podcast. So, hey to Jeff. Hey to Russell. What's up, y'all on Facebook? Anna, good to see you. Hey to you. Anna says, hope you and your fam had a wonderful Christmas. We did. We are strung out and worn out. The traveling and the miles we have put in, um, you wouldn't believe it. It's like everywhere we go, it's not too, it's not far enough to have to fly, but it's f- almost is. So we're driving a long way <laughs> and a lot of different stops. Uh, hey to Denise, we did. Hope you had a Merry Christmas as well. Bob, I am still mad about the no foul call. Check out my Instagram page. It's at Radio White. You'll see what I'm talking about. A throwback picture. I took it of a picture at my mom's house. What's up, Beham Bully, old number 45. That's me on uh, Periscope. If you saw that picture, you'll see what I'm talking about. Kenny on Facebook says, Land Bank! Well, thanks, Kenny. Land Bank! Back at you. Uh, Lynn, Hail State and Merry Christmas. Yep, Happy New Year to you coming up. Old teammate, Kevin Sluter. Kevin, great to see you at the Egg Bowl. Sorry that, um, you know, it's kind of a work day for me. Didn't have a chance to talk to... Uh, you know, get to visit and talk as much as I would have liked to. I hope we get that chance soon. Uh, Brom says, good evening, fellow Bulldog family, Hale State. Matt, I hope you all had a good Christmas. Uh, we definitely did. Uh, Justin says, I'm missing a good game right now. What is it, Texas A&M, Oklahoma State? Hey, I'm going to be honest with you all. I have watched almost no postseason football to this point. I'll begin watching it tomorrow when it matters. And then I'm going to watch the state game because that matters to me. Just the way it is. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, Sharon. Good to see you. 
All right, Russell on Facebook says, let's hear the real story. Bruce, good to see you as well. I appreciate that note. I'm going to get to some of your comments there. Let's jump into it. Again, looking at your comments on Twitter and Facebook simultaneously. We're going to have this on the podcast. If you're wondering, okay, I'm watching, but how do I go back and listen? First of all, follow me on Twitter. It's at Radio Wyatt because I always send out links to the podcast. But the best thing to do is on either the Apple, you know, iTunes, Apple podcast platform. So, you know, iTunes um, on your iPhone. What is the, you know, if, if you're unfamiliar, there are people who are unfamiliar. So let me show you. You see that? See the purple app right? Where is it? Right there. See that? See the purple one? I'll zoom in a little closer. That's your that's your podcast app right there. Click it and search the Matt Wyatt Show. Yes, I have a lot of emails. <laughs> but uh, the Matt Wyatt Show. Search the Matt Wyatt Show. Subscribe. You'll get it every day. You get the radio show in two, you know, two hours of radio every day, and then the special episodes like these that are presented by Mississippi Land Bank, uh, you get those as well. So that's uh, one way to get it. Also, you can go to Stitcher, which is another podcast platform. Works really well. Works on Android phones, iPhones, online on your computer. Just Stitcher.com. Search The Matt Wyatt Show and subscribe, and you're listening. So that's how you can get it. But again, just follow me on Twitter if you don't, at Radio Wyatt. I'll send out the links. So uh, let's start right here. Russell, let's hear the story. So we've been visiting family. I've posted a lot of stuff, but I have very intentionally not read very much. Instead of reading tweets or scrolling through Facebook and Instagram, I just, I've sent out a few things, but that's about it, which is unusual. So I've intentionally put this away and and unplugged for about a week or so. And so um, we got back home today and, you know, I'm doing some reading and holy cow, the the stuff, you know, about uh, the, the fight between Willie Gay and Garrett Schrader really kind of blew up. This big visceral reaction from a portion of the fan base. Um, you have a lot of former players who are telling you to kind of calm down and understand that Fights happen and that kind of stuff. Um, was it Bottoms? Uh, Fluffy says, was that Independence Bowl lost the bottom for Miami? Yeah, you saw they fired Dan Enos, the offensive coordinator. Miami fired him. Saw that nugget today. Um, and so in the fight thing, here, here's what I know. Did a little checking. Talked to some folks. Here's what I know. Apparently, it was not this big, like a big brawl. It was not something that was prolonged. Apparently, it was like any of the million other football practice fights that I've seen. And we'll admit, you know, maybe have been a part of at different times. Where it kind of, you know, you have a little dust up, push and shove, people start throwing punches, and it's over. And within about 25 seconds <laughs> from the time that started. And I think that's what you had here. And you had two players jawing at each other a little bit. Not just one. You had two players jawing at each other. And you had two players throwing some punch punches. 
So one just happened to land one. Okay. Again, from just kind of checking around, it seems to me the good news for Garrett Schrader, the good news part of it is that, you know, whatever it is he's got going on up here from the punch, a hairline fr- fracture or whatever that is, not doesn't require surgery, not a huge deal. He just can't put on a helmet right now and go take on contact. So the doctors say that. Uh in Agent 25 on Twitter says, this wouldn't have been a big deal 20 years ago, a result of the participation trophy generation. <laughs> well, it's what it is, the result of the social media generation. Fights in practice, somebody gets injured, it gets out on social media. You know, it gets out. But this is high profile. You know, if you miss, if your quarterback's missing the bowl game, they had just announced him the starter. But I will tell you, I am familiar with situations where Somebody got in a fight in practice during the week of a game and broke his hand in the fight. But nobody knows about it because he didn't miss the game. They just had it all taped up (laughs) uh, at the game. That might have affected him making a tackle or two, but nobody knew about it. Look, (laughs) when I first saw it, I thought, I mean, I mean, come on. You know, Willie's involved in this and you know, he had to miss the games this year. He got thrown out of one game that he played in. Now this. But you start checking. There's it's more to it. It's it's a very typical thing. Okay. So you have a bowl practice where you got ones versus ones in a physical practice. We're button heads with number ones versus number ones, and we're going at it. It's physical practice. Players love that stuff. It's heated fight breaks out. It happens pretty quick. Two players jawing, two players throwing punches, One by, somebody just lands one. And um, I mean, it is it's unfortunate. It is all the way around. It's unfortunate. You certainly don't prefer it. No. You know, you don't justify it. But I see, what I see is, okay, it's a practice fight. Well, seen it a bunch. Okay, it's really typical. Now, what you do, you do have to learn from it. You both players, everybody on the team, you learn from it. Hey, look, when fights break out, I mean, you've seen the NFL training camp videos, right? They're fighting, but you do have to learn from it for the future. It goes okay. No matter how mad you are, a helmet comes off. That's it. Get him out of there. Like last year, you know, when Braxton Hoyet. Bear hugged Matt Corral and took him out of the back of the end zone. Helmet's off. He's in there. Get him out of there. You you have to do that. That's that's what you have to learn from it. But what I'm saying is teammates fight all the time. It's like brothers getting in wrestling matches at the house. And, boy, they're mad, and they may throw a punch, and somebody's got a bloody nose, you know, or a black eye. But you let somebody on the outside mess with one of those guys. And now it's really on. So I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying it's very, very typical practice fights. This just happened to be one where there was a serious consequence. But fortunately, you got a guy who, again, is you check around, you talk to some people, it sounds to me like it's one of these hairline fracture deals. He's not going to require surgery or anything like that. On the, on the 
you know, whatever that is. Now, you know, there is rumor that Schrader was going to need that, that kind of ankle cleanup surgery after the season anyway, but that's neither here nor there. It's not part of this. And then the other thing is, okay, so the results of it are you start the ankle rehab process earlier. <laughs> Tommy Stevens, a fifth-year senior who's, I mean, heck, well, he took snaps in a Rose Bowl at one point, is going to play for you. It's not all bad. And, you know, people are throwing a fit and, and, and pointing at the coach and all this kind of stuff. And I, I would just say to those people, there's a, let me say it like this, y'all. We don't really have much of this on when we do these podcasts, the worst part of the Mississippi State fan base. I, I just don't have a whole lot of that on my Facebook page or on the Twitter comments or anything. But I think you and I would agree. There is a quote-unquote worst part of the Mississippi State fan base. Somebody described them to me today as the jobless portion of the fan base that has way too much time on their hands. They sit around and try to justify their own existence on social media, barking at their team and barking at their players and barking at their coaches. Uh, you know, maybe there's some of that. Uh, Agent 25 on Twitter says... I did a CT scan on a 16-year-old girl who fractured her left orbital in three places and barrel raced the next day. Uh, Fluffy Bottoms, team fights on the practice field are an in-house issue. No need for Moorhead to address it publicly. Look, I agree. And, and people that were calling for suspensions of this guy, suspend that guy. Here's the thing about that. Let's say you're going to suspend somebody one game for fighting at the end of a practice. Well, who are you going to suspend when two guys are fighting? Can't suspend one and not the other, right? Right. You can't suspend one and not the other. So I got two guys barking at each other. I got two guys swinging, throwing punches. One just got one landed one a little more squarely than the other. So I got to suspend. If I'm going to suspend anybody, I got to suspend them both. But one of the guys is now not going to play in the bowl game. So if I suspend him one game, that means he misses the first game of next year. All I'm saying to you is, listen, y'all, I'm glad I missed it initially for the first two or three days on social media. I've gone back and looked, and you see a few examples. <clears throat> there are some people, really in any fan base, but this year, it we, we've seen it <laughs> in the state fan base. We got some folks off their rocker. So what I would say to you is if you're watching this podcast, don't be a bad fan. Be a good fan. How are you a good fan? Well, number one, you don't overreact to anything. Number two, you don't go at people personally on social media. And number three, you trust your administration. Trust them. That's simple, right? So to that worst portion of the fan base, I would say put down the Jack Daniels. Take a deep breath. Sleep it, sleep it off. And the next day, just go outside and think. Look at the birds and the trees. Be thankful that you're alive. You have another day. And delete your Twitter account. That probably would be my advice. Okay. Dogs in 1976 says some of our fans take it way too seriously. 
Uh, NH25 says social media is the Antichrist. <laughs> Behem Bully says serious business. How did it get out of the house? Well, I mean, look, it's going to get out anyway if he's not playing in the bowl game, but it is what it is. I'll tell you this. Quote me. Go ahead and quote me. Quote me. Anywhere. Put it out there. Record this. Screenshot this. Record it. Swipe up and hit the record button because I'm about to tell you something that you can record. I'm pretty impressed that the true freshman quarterback had the guts to mix it up with the baddest dude in Octibaha County. <laughs> There's no lack of guts. <laughs> There's no lack of guts when the true freshman decides that he's going to take a swing at Willie Gay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, and take a punch, take a lick, and keep on ticking, <laughs> okay? Because I'm saying if I'm on that team and that little scrawny dude who's 18 years old thinks he can go in there and mix it up and stick his face in the fan <laughs> with number six, he, look, he's got my respect. Quote me on that because <laughs> I wouldn't have done it. I might have, I would have run my mouth. But then when Willie started his running his mouth back, I would have said, You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> you know, smart enough to know. <clears throat> they no short of a, uh, no shortage of guts in there, okay? And the kid's gonna be all right. In Agent 25 says, who you got, Sydney or Willie? Sydney's got the, the reach, but I'm, my money's on Willie all day long. <laughs> Go ahead and mess with this. the uh, baddest dude in Octavia County. Hey. <laughs> Live to tell about it. <laughs> all right. Beham Bully says, all right, Coach, do you tell your players to stay off social media too? Eh, maybe. But it's 2019-20. It's a social media world. I'm not sure you really accomplish anything. Tell them so. I think what you do is you tell them how to deal with social media instead of tell them just to stay off of it. Okay, Facebook. Let me, uh, let me get caught up here. Tons of comments on Facebook, and I'm sure there's some questions too. And feel free to disagree. I'm not going to get on here and light you up. My dad says um, that if you and I agree on everything, one of us isn't thinking. Disagreements are fine. They're great, in fact. Help us to learn some new stuff. If you pray, I, I hope you do. I hope you believe in God, and I hope you pray. Would you say a prayer for my dad? Joe Wyatt, he had back surgery today in Columbus, Georgia. He's been doing okay, but I want him to do really well, and hopefully this gets him back on his feet full time. All right, Kevin says, sounding good. What's up? Thank you. A tip of the cap from old teammate. Robert says, what's up? Let me get on down here. Lynn, when's the Dogpile podcast coming, or do you know yet? Yeah, I know. It'll be right after the first of the year. We'll get the Dogpile going. Barry, good to hear from you. Absolutely. Yeah, Augie, the cold is subsiding. I mean, it's been a rough deal. It's it's hung around, but it's um, – thankfully, it's uh, – you know, pretty much gone away at this point. 
Um, let's see. Uh, oh, John. Yeah, absolutely. He says he enjoys the uh, flashback pictures. Yeah, I appreciate you. Uh, Shane said, everybody be cool. Bo Bounds is here. I didn't know. I didn't know Bo was on. What's up, Bo? Uh, Lynn says, uh, you would have thought the world was ending. Yeah, by the reaction. You know, again, people are going to overreact. And all I can do is to tell you, let's, you know, you don't have to take my advice. But since you're here, my advice would be don't overreact. Okay, here's what we're going to do right quick. Um, coming up, I'm going to look at, uh, a few more. I'm going to start with Derek and a few more comments and questions. I see another couple of teammates have joined, uh, Cameron Floyd. Good to see you. Uh, several people on here. Okay. So I'm going to get to your Facebook comments next, but right now let's pause. I promised you we would do this and we're almost 20 minutes into the pod. Let's watch the post practice interviews yesterday with Tommy Stevens and Joe Moorhead. Now we're going to start with Coach Moorhead because he kind of, you know, he mentions that uh, didn't go into specifics, but was asked about it, mentioned that Schrader had the upper body, therefore not going to play, likely out of the game. And then we'll come back to uh, Tommy Stevens. But here you go. You'll see it and you'll hear it. We'll start. This is Joe Moorhead after practice at Vanderbilt Stadium yesterday. No, had a great start to uh, bull week preparation on site. Uh, being at the Opryland, uh, it's a, it's an unbelievable, unbelievable hotel and, and set up for our kids. And the bull representatives have done an unbelievable job mixing our practice time and events and free times for the kids and the coaches. So we're very fortunate to be at an event in a bowl game of, of this uh, stature. And our kids are fired up to be here. You know, we uh, we picked up where we left off on campus. You know, we we were. You know, we were physical, we, we were urgent, you know, we, we, we kept getting better every single day and got a bunch of developmental stuff done. And uh, I, we, we picked up where we left off today, uh, and I thought it was a very good start for first and second down stuff. So kids are fired up, it was a good practice. Uh, got to keep elevating to, to have a chance to beat a very good team like Louisville. Questions? You announced on Friday that Garrett would start. Obviously, think some things have changed since then. Yeah, uh, just going through the injuries. Garrett, upper body, uh, doubtful to out. Uh, Jaden Crumedy, uh, lower body probable. Aquarius Landers, lower body probable, and Errol Thompson, lower body probable. How does that change up from one quarterback to another for you? We're experts at it this year, so we, we've, we've done it a time or two. We played the shuffle, but yeah, I mean, Tommy's an experienced guy. Uh, you know, when he's been healthy, he's performed very well, so Tommy will be the number one, and uh, he'll go in and operate the offense and, you know, make plays with his arm and his feet, and I know the guys have a ton of confidence in him, and it's, you know, you know, that a, a graduate transfer, you know, senior quarterback have an opportunity to lead his team to win in the bowl game. We're very excited about that. Uh, KT will uh, be the backup. You know, we're also getting Jalen some reps, but, uh, you know, that'll be the, you know, the depth chart right now. Tommy will be the one, and KT will be the two. Does that change anything with the game plan of, I mean, you already had Garrett, you know, halfway through the yeah. bowl practices. Does it change anything? No, Tommy was taking in the twos. They, they weren't running different plays. They were just... It's the number of them that they run. The ones get more reps than the twos. So Tommy had been operating all those plays. So uh, there may be a little bit of a difference in what we emphasize relative to the play call uh, based on Tommy's strengths and Garrett's strengths. But uh, you know, it, doesn't, it doesn't change anything. We're, uh, it's just the repetitions are changed. Re- really, who it affects is KT, not, not Tommy. All right. There's Coach Moorhead. There you go. Coach Moorhead after yesterday's practice. Pretty cool. Practicing at Vanderbilt Stadium there uh, in Nashville. You hear about a few guys are banged up, but probable. I think the only one he said was out was Schrader. I have that right. Crumity, didn't he say? Yeah, Crumity 
mentioned he's a lower body, but but probable, uh, which is good news, uh, certainly. You know, uh, again, to anybody that would make the case that, you know, in, in some way, you know, this is back to Joe Moorhead and he's totally responsible for a quarterback getting hurt in a fight. I mean, I know that there's this idea everything kind of goes back to the head coach, but at the same time, again, like I said, they said from the get-go, the very next day after that Egg Bowl, they said, I, I think it was John Cohen on my show, my radio show on that Friday said, this is not going to be a you know, New Year's Christmas vacation where we go mix in a little football. This is a business trip, and we're using the practices to get better as a team and as a program, and we're going to win the game. That's all we're going to care about. And so they go into it, and you got physical practices, and it's heated. I like it. It spills over. Something bad happens because it spills over. And sure, you don't want it to happen. You have to learn from it. You don't want it to happen in the future. You preach to your team, whatever. But I'll be honest with you. I would rather have physical bowl practices where my players are getting after each other and are into it than I would the opposite. And it's unfortunate. I'm not making an excuse for it. But anybody out there who used this as another opportunity to jump on Twitter and social media, whatever, and start going after Joe Moorhead, you just you're wrong. You're out of line. You are you're looking at this wrong. Okay? And you need to understand that. It's okay to be wrong. It's good to admit when you're wrong. You're wrong. It's a wrong approach. From a fan of the school and of the team. Here's Tommy Stevens after finding out he's going to start. This is after yesterday's practice. Tommy, back in the starting role, just uh, how was that communicated to you, and, and what do you feel about this opportunity that you have in front of you? Uh, obviously very excited. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to you know, playing my, my last game Mississippi State. Um, found out uh, Saturday after practice. So, um, like I said, I'm really excited about the opportunity and, and uh, hopefully get ready to get number seven. So. Is there anything that you had to get caught up on as far as the game plan or anything like that? No, no. I mean, every – I like to take pride at least, you know, from every – Opportunity that I did have to start. I mean, I'm talking like way back, even my redshirt freshman year at Penn State. I always took it as I was a starter and continue to do the same things here, even you know when I was a starter, when I haven't been a starter. So um, there have been no changes as far as how I've, how I've prepared. How excited are you for this opportunity being your final collegiate game? Yeah, yeah, very excited. Um, you know, great opportunity ahead of it for us, and so um, you know, got a lot of things that we need to do moving forward for the game. But you know, we're, we're really looking forward to it. I know health has been a concern for you most of the season. How are you feeling? Feel good. Really good. What have you seen on the Louisville defense? Uh, fast team. They uh, you know they play hard every snap. Um, you know, feisty group that you know, like I said, likes to play hard. So uh, you know, we're really looking forward to the opportunity to play against them. Uh, so there you go, Tommy Stevens. After yesterday's practice, all those videos, the Tommy Stevens interview and the Joe Moorhead interview, provided via. Mississippi State Productions, the video team there at State, they do a great job. All right, here we go. Uh, Facebook comments. Steven, what's up? Dog student. Steven says, uh, I do think there's justification. It's now a public issue. I personally think you have to say something. Well, um, 
you know, beyond saying he's out with an upper body, I, I just I disagree in that he has that you have to d- address the idea that there was a fight at practice because if you start addressing every time you have a fight at practice, you won't a- address much else, like during two a days and all that kind of stuff. It happens, you know. So you have to be careful about setting a precedent of that. <clears throat> Somebody gets injured in a fight at practice. Yeah, it's rough. It's awful. We're not jumping off a cliff. Nobody should be anyway because of it. That's your starting quarterback in bowl game. Yeah, I get it. I understand that. I mean, half of y'all been telling me that the practices are more important than the bowl game anyway. I think there's a lot of people who can't really make their mind up. Sharon says it's been a rough year. You heard Joe there talking about, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a, a, a – if you were to line up the things this year that are abnormal for a team throughout a football season, there is no question it's been abnormal. Ten, uh, eight players missing ten games. No, ten players missing eight games. I get it backwards a lot. Ten players missing eight games throughout the year. Quarterback transfer in. Guy doesn't win the job, goes into the portal, comes back, gets hurt after he comes back. Freshman wins the backup job. Starter gets hurt in the second game. I mean, it's just there's been some adversity now. Thank you, Dante. Matt says, uh, always wait until you have the facts. Don't pass judgment. Support the team. Steven said a simple statement saying it was an internal issue. We've handled it internally. Both players have been spoken to. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. I mean, that would be fine. That would be fine. But there's really nothing in that. I don't really know what that accomplishes, honestly. Um, I mean, there's no info in that. But sure, they could do that. It'd be fine. Sammy says it was an upper body injury is all we know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Derek says, Matt, Willie got them hands down. Is that what that means? Olivia says, hail Garrett. Sharon said, Garrett is tough for sure. (laughs) Right. Kevin says, I like the intensity, but where was any of the offensive linemen during the fight? You as an ex-QB should know how protective offensive linemen should be their quarterback, either during a game or at practice. Ah, well, I mean, but here's the thing, though. I mean, sometimes fights happen, and you stand there, and you watch it for about 20 seconds, and you go, well, that was entertaining. All right, next play. Sometimes you don't know. And then, you know, somebody's helmet gets pulled off. Uh, yeah, then you got to get it out of there, but it happens fast. And I think this thing did. I think this thing happened really fast also. Tim says, would this be a story if they fought, but Schrader didn't um, suffer a fracture? No, it would not be a story at all. Because it would be something that happens. Uh, Adam says Moorhead better. What I, I, th- I th- Adam, I think your comment on Facebook is not legible. Uh, we might try that one again. And I know I'm behind. I mean, we've got seventy something comments here to try to catch up. I'm gonna do the best I can. Uh, Dante Cole said, "Walk it off." <laughs> Thanks, Joanne. Appreciate you. Now, this is the kind of thing I'm talking about right here. This is the kind of thing I'm talking about. We got a guy on Facebook named Randall who said, inmates running the place, which really couldn't be further from the truth. That's not the case. It's not inmates running the place. But 
you're on a social media site on a live podcast like this, saying it, typing it in there when you don't know. I would I don't know you, uh, Randall, I don't think, but I would guess you probably weren't at practice. Um, you probably weren't there, probably didn't see it. You probably haven't been to many of their practices. You probably haven't been to many college practices, period. Days on end. Or maybe during two-a-days in the 1990s, (laughs) like I have. And so you type those things in, and what are you basing it on? You're basing it on just a little bit of information. And so, Randall, what I would tell you is you're being a bad fan. Now, you can get after me, and that's okay, but I'm just... That's my opinion on it. I mean, you're a bad person, just being a bad fan. It's like me there. Sometimes I'm a bad husband. You know, I get mad. I complain. Or I, we get in a fight, and it's my fault. You know, I mean, I'm a bad person. I'm a bad husband in that particular moment. Well, right now, when you're typing those things, you're being a bad fan. Randall says, I thought it was after practice. It, I mean, it was basically, you know, at the end of it is what I understand. Uh, Mitch says extra practices from bowl prep are really valuable. Yep, they definitely are. Betty says, that's the thing that makes me ill. Everyone has an opinion that it's this one's fault or it's the coach's fault. He doesn't have control of the team, and I totally disagree. Thanks, Betty, for the comment. Matthew says, yo, Matt, love that first name. Thank you. Derek Moorhead has been unfairly thrown under the bus. He hasn't even had his own quarterback to put a system together. Sylvester Croom was given more leniency only because of his ties coming from the NFL. State fans, uh, a portion of state fans, have wanted every coach they've ever had fired. Tell me I'm wrong. They wanted Jackie Sherrill fired. And they wanted Sylvester Croom fired. And they wanted Dan Mullen fired. Now they want Joe Moorhead fired. A lot of them, same people. <laughs> and that's the truth. Steven says, not every fight makes it to Twitter, Facebook. That's why a statement needed to be made, in your opinion. Yeah, I mean, and I can see that. Um, but again, if it, we're not talking about video making it to Facebook. We're not talking about video or pictures of it, something like that, making it to Twitter. We're not talking about a kid getting in a fight and getting punched and then saying he's going to transfer and then he and his dad holding a press conference, making it to Facebook. It's not what we're talking about. We're talking about guy got hurt in a fight. Um, and it is bad. Again, I mean, that's it's bad. You know, you, you wish this was your fourth string, I don't know, receiver who got in a fight and is out for the bowl game. But instead, it's your quarterback, so... You're right, it ramps it up. It makes it a spotlight thing. But I, I just think this whole thing, you know, we demand that they say this or that. And what happens, we demand that they give a statement. They give a statement that has no information in it, and now we're mad at them for giving a statement with no information in it. I mean, I, I'm just not sure that it accomplishes anything, I mean, to do that. You know, other than pacifying a certain portion of the fan base. And maybe it would make it go away. I I could be wrong. I'm just saying for me personally, I don't need it. I don't need a statement. Got in a fight at practice. Oh, well. Well, a guy got hurt and broke a bone. Oh, that's awful. Let's move on. Let's see. 
Lynn says, of course, it's never those involved faults. It's their parents and coaches. LOL, folks are crazy. Yeah. I can tell you, like, for me, I, I did a lot of stupid things in college, and none of it was a reflection on my parents. <laughs> none of it was a reflection on Coach Cheryl. It's true. Um, Irving says, Matt, you're the best. Thanks for putting it in proper perspective. Anna agrees as well. Thank you. Brian says, what about a bad player? You miss eight games. Plus, you get kicked out of one. You get to play, and then you punch a quarterback. When you're talking about Willie Gay, and Brian, I would tell you, look, this has not been a great year for Willie in regards to making some decisions, making decisions. Uh, By all accounts, Willie's a great teammate, loved, and he's certainly best athlete on their team. But was, you know, being involved in something that caused you to have to miss eight games, was that selfish? Yes. Yes. Was two personal fouls in a ball game to get yourself kicked out in the middle of the game? Selfish? Yes. Yes. And again, without being there and seeing it, uh, you know, to see how it happened, but to let emotions boil over, boil over where you, you know, run somebody out of a bowl game because of an injury that you cause on your own team. Could that potentially be selfish? Yeah, good. So I think Willie's got a lot to learn. Um, you know, is that being a bad player? Yeah, it doesn't make him a bad person, but you've been a bad player when you cost your team in several different ways. And that's just something he's got to learn from. Will says, say Landbank for us. All right, Landbank! <laughs> this podcast and the other special episodes that we bring you and the Dogpile podcast coming up after the first of the year, all brought to you by Mississippi Land Bank. Visit them online at mslandbank.com. Anything land-related in North Mississippi, throughout all of North Mississippi, that's where you go, Mississippi Land Bank. Whether you're buying, selling, refinancing, searching, just starting to look, need to talk to somebody, go to Mississippi Land Bank, the kind of people you want to do business with. No doubt about it. And it's it could be farmland, obviously, hunting land. So the recreational part of it, it could be building a home, need a place to do that. Go to Mississippi Land Bank, mslandbank.com. Jay says, I hear Keaton is going in as a second-string quarterback in a bowl game. Has it been confirmed that he will transfer? Okay, that's Jay in Baltimore. It has not been confirmed that he will transfer. That has been the prevailing thought, but it's not confirmed. And he is the second-string quarterback in the bowl game. He very very well may play. Let's see how Tommy does and if he can stay healthy throughout the ball game. Lynn says, you mean a really good player who's made some mistakes, some all of his own doing, and some maybe helped out, but either way, Willie is the best football player on the team. And that's right, he is. Adam says, if anyone wanted Jackie Wayne fired or Mullen fired, they were smoking something. Like Rick said, you're judged by wins and losses. Uh, there were people who wanted Dan fired when... Um, you know, he lost, what, two Egg Bowls in a row. Felt like he was looking around for the next job. Wanted him fired. Lost him 14 and 15. <laughs> fired him. Looking around. Um, there were people who wanted Coach Cheryl fired. 
Sure. So that's, I mean, I don't think that's anything new. Um, Randall, shouldn't your starting quarterback be off limits, especially from a hit from another player after practice? Calm, calmer heads should prevent. I mean, yeah, but you can put a jersey on them and say don't tackle them, but a fight breaks out. And again, this is a situation that was not one-sided. That's what I'm told, is you had two players going at each other, two players jawing at each other, two players throwing punches at each other. Takes two to tango. And then Lane says, hey, Matt, sadly, I just tuned in. Don't worry, Lane. This entire podcast and conversation, including sound bites from Joe Moorhead and Tommy Stevens, have all been recorded and will be available to you in podcast form. <laughs> and all you got to do, Lane, is subscribe to the podcast. I'll post it on the Matt Wyatt Show podcast on iTunes. And it goes to Stitcher as well. So on iTunes, just, you know, like it's iTunes or Apple Podcast. We'll show you again on my handy dandy iPhone here on the home screen. See the purple one right here? See the purple app? That's the podcast app on, uh, on Apple. Easy for me to say. Anyway, click that, put it on your phone, click it, and search The Matt Wyatt Show. And you'll see in just a little while, it'll say special episode, and uh, you'll be able to. Listen in. And then after the first of the year, we'll get the Dogpile podcast up and going. And we debated on what we should do. It was really fun and successful last year as a baseball-only podcast. But I think we may branch that thing out and kind of uh, brand the Dogpile podcast into a broader, just all-Mississippi State uh, podcast. Okay, six-pack, unread emails. Yeah, I've got... um, 17,988. I read the important ones. (laughs) Uh, Absolutely, Miss Jones. Pam Jones, y'all on Facebook, absolutely, with maybe the comment of the night. She says, Matt, can you imagine if Juan Long or Paula Coss or Eric Mould, just to name a few, had been able to post on social media when they were playing? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> My job with media relations would have been a nightmare. Pam, can you imagine? <laughs> I swear. You know what we ought to do, Pam, one night, really, just for fun, is get together with some of those guys, and let's come up with a list of the types of things they would have tweeted if we had had Twitter in 1995. <laughs> what would they tweet? <clears throat> it would be fantastic. Okay, we are pushing how many? We're pushing 45 minutes here on the uh, podcast. Presented by Mississippi Land Bank. So we're going to have to wrap this up and get it posted for you. Just a couple other comments here. Facebook, Lynn says, I think at least we are finding real leaders for next year's team, something we haven't seemed to have this year. Jay says, Dogpile. Bart tweeted out, We are 50 days out. Joel Coleman had a great interview with Coach Lamonis a few days ago. Can't wait. I know, 50 days out from baseball, man. And that you know good and well that's going to go by quick. Yeah, JW on Facebook says, what about Smoot on social media? What if Fred Smoot had, had Twitter in 1999? He'd, he'd have been trash-talking people all week on Twitter that we were going to play that coming weekend. There's no question he would have. He'd direct message him. No question. No doubt about it. Um, 
Oh, and uh, Adam says, I just traded my iPhone in. Maybe I should have kept it. Well, you can also get it on Stitcher. Okay, Stitcher.com or the Stitcher app, which is a podcast app. It works on any type of phone, on any platform. It could be Android so the or the Samsung devices or iPhone, any of them. Just put it on your phone and search The Matt Wyatt Show. Subscribe, and you'll be listening to everything we post, including uh, every day we put the uh, podcast or the radio show up and these special episodes as well. Uh, Jay says, I checked the mail today, no coffee. Congrats, by the way, to the giveaway winner. Is it, uh, I exchanged messages today with her, the winner of the coffee, but now I can't remember her name. (laughs) Um, let me see here. I'm going to give a shout out. She won, um, she won this. What is her name? Gosh, it smells so good. She won this bag of Tanzania Peaberry Coffee Beans, one-pound bag from High Point Roasters in New Albany. Shout out, Dan the Coffee Man from New Albany. As well as, in the box, she will be receiving a new car. No, uh, a bag of chocolate-covered espresso beans also from Dan the Coffee Man, High Point Roasters in New Albany. And I'm looking through my messages, and now I can't find her name. But I think her name was Ashley. I think. Inbox. Let's see. Here it is. Yep, Ashley. Ashley Hendricks. It's going to be showing up to your house. She won the coffee giveaway, so if you haven't yet, and this is what I'll end on. It's important. If you haven't clicked like and follow, like, follow. On the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. If you haven't done that, please do it. Because then you'll get notified when I post a video that says, hey, we're giving away this. And I will tell you, coming up, I mean, we're going to give away some coffee. We just did that. Like, we did a toy giveaway for Christmas with one of our sponsors, uh, Divinity Equipment in Madison. Uh, we did that. So we'll have some other stuff. And throughout the next couple of months, we're going to have a lot of stuff to give away. We're going to give away some more coffee and all that kind of stuff. And you'll get notifications if you like and follow the Facebook page. And I would hope that you would be willing to do that. All right. That'll wrap it up here on this special edition of the Matt Wyatt Show, the podcast presented by Mississippi Land Bank. Visit them online, mslandbank.com. Then I'll see you next time.